Hale and well-met friends, welcome to the GM's Notebook, a show to spark your imagination so you can run amazing games. My name is Jen. I am typically the GM for my group, but we don't get to play as often as we would like because adult schedules are the worst. I am happiest when I'm making things, so I did the only reasonable thing and start a podcast, which you're listening to right now. This is a place where I can share ideas, some things I've run, some things I haven't run. Feel free to take what you like and leave the rest. Today's musings consider a puzzle, realism, and a wizard's tower. Whenever possible, I like to highlight my inspirations to give credit to the creators because I think that's important. So we'll start with the credits and then dive into today's notes. To the credits! I'll admit, the scribblings for this idea first entered the notebook back in the spring of 2020. I hope that you, gentle listener, will forgive my hazy memory for that period of time. I do recall that I got the framework of the puzzle from somewhere YouTube, maybe? I'm not sure. Uh, but then I reworked it to better fit my needs. I will mention Matt Colville's YouTube channel, and certainly not for the last time, because he mentions the concept of a verisimilitude pretty regularly. Verisimilitude means fun to say. Nope, that's not right. Verisimilitude is a noun, meaning the appearance of being true or real. For many folks, this is one of the goals of their game, for it to feel immersive and believable. The words realism and realistic spark hot debate, so I will sidestep that issue and use makes sense as my benchmark instead. Let me explain. The heroes slayed the beastie terrorizing the town, but burnt down half of Joe's tavern in the process. The other vendors in town may give the heroes free snacks, but Joe won't let them near the remaining half of his tavern. That makes sense. The trope of a powerful artifact just hanging out in someone's basement, aka a dungeon, doesn't make sense to me. Anyone with the right skills or enough lockpicks or enough hit points will just be able to get it. If this artifact is so powerful, dangerous, then why didn't they just lock it in a chest and fling it into the ocean or a volcano? If the basement is really the tomb of the renowned and powerful paladin of yada yada, and he was buried with his magical bebop, that makes sense to me. Now, I want you to know that I realize that this is a me problem. This benchmark of making sense is a burden I have placed on myself. I don't ask my players to track their rations or calculate encumbrance because that's boring. However, the GM is also at the player at the table, and tossing a bunch of disconnected random stuff at my players is not creatively satisfying for me as a game master. So, when our brave heroes are out adventuring in the world, the puzzles, monsters, and people that they encounter should make sense. I say all that to say this. To the notebook! The players walk up a spiral staircase and enter a circular room. The walls are decorated with a beautiful mural, a cheerful blue sky, and birds of all kinds. At the center of the room is a circular platform with a small metal bowl containing sticks of incense. Against the wall, there are nine statues in the room that are all posed the same way. Two feet together, one arm extended palm up. The armor depicted on the statues is also identical, with the exception of the helms. 
from left to right, the helms are lion, bear, wolf, horse, falcon, crocodile, hippopotamus, snake, and kobold. The spiral staircase continues up to the next floor. If the players ignore this room and continue up the stairs, they will magically loop back and return to this room. This is a wizard's tower, after all. If the players descend the stairs, they will go back down to the previous level of the tower. Until the puzzle is solved, they cannot progress up higher levels of the tower, but they can retreat and leave if they wish. So, what do you think? What would you do? How would you solve that? Feel free to pause the show and think about it a little more if you want. To be fair, you are at a bit of a disadvantage because you don't get to ask any questions or roll any skill checks. One of my players, to my absolute delight because this surprised me and is one of the things I love about this game, deduced that the incense needed to be burned in the hand of the proper statue by asking which statue appeared to have the most soot. So smart. Investigation revealed that the falcon statue appeared to have the most use. The rest of the tower had strong bird themes, so I expected the falcon to stand out as a clear choice. If the PCs used trial and error and burned incense in the incorrect statues, nothing happened. Here's where we circle back to things that make sense. Within the context of our story, the elders of the local villages seek wisdom from this wizard from time to time. Also, the wizard is a wizard, and his library and workshop contain powerful or dangerous magical items or knowledge that should not be accessible to just anybody. The puzzle to enter the tower should not be life-threatening, otherwise town elders would never visit it. It might also be how the wizard enters the tower himself. This is what I mean by make sense. Is it realistic to burn incense every time you open your front door? No, not really. But it makes sense in the context of the game world as presented to the players. As I said before, it makes my job a little more difficult, but I believe ultimately more fun. As for the rest of the tower, PCs pass through some dubious-looking mushrooms that grow in a ring around the outside to get there. I'd hazard a guess that nearly every party would interact with the mushrooms in one way or another. I knew that my players would try to eat them. What could possibly go wrong? Several constitution saving throws, and a good time was had by all. The first level contained a suit of animated armor. Instead of the picture listed in the monster manual, I showed the players a picture of fancy bird-themed armor I found on ye old internet. I like to show the players images that represent the monsters they're facing or their current game location. I have pictures on an iPad that I pass around or prop up on the player side of the GM screen. It's not exactly where the players are, it's just to establish a tone or a mood. It also does a lot of the heavy lifting of descriptions. Stinky swamp, drippy cave, sunlit field, those will all feel different. When we ran games online, I'd make a slideshow of those images and then share my screen with my players. Click. You're traveling through a pine forest. Ooh, ah. Whenever I'd grab the iPad to switch a new image or change the slides, it became a neat little narrative moment. Ooh, where are we now? Very fun. Back to the animated armor. The party was unable to provide the proper password, so the armor attacked. After dispatching the armor, the PCs head up a winding spiral staircase along the outer tower wall. The second floor was the statue incense puzzle we talked about. The third floor was the wizard's living quarters. The accommodations are sparse and a little dusty, evidence of a workaholic. The desk in the room has a few letters with narrative importance. 
and heading up one more flight of stairs brought the party to the top level of the wizard's workshop. They are here to ask the wizard questions about strange local happenings and get some advice. Instead, they discover the wizard's body and murderers rummaging through the remains of the workshop. My players are not really the talk-things-out kind of bunch, so combat began. They downed one bad guy, but the other got away, and the chase was on. So that's my level one wizard tower. Feel free to lift it as is to use in your games, or pull out the nuggets that you like to forge something new and awesome for your players. Maybe your tower has more floors, secret rooms, or a basement lair. Maybe your version of the puzzle only has five statues, or hundreds. I'm pretty sure my group ran this on our second session ever? All of us were brand new to the hobby and decided to try D&D to give ourselves a reason to check in with each other once a week while stuck at home. I purchased all the three core rule books, but barely read any of them before we started. We didn't want to wait until we knew all the rules or felt perfectly prepared. We just jumped in, winged it, and had a blast. Don't let pesky rules hold you back. Don't wait to be 110% prepared because that will never happen. Grab some friends, roll some dice, and have fun. That will do it for today's show. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you heard something that you can use to make your next game amazing. The best way to support the show is to head over to the DMs Guild and check out my encounter, Swamp Poetry, by Jennifer A. Rosewood. I put a link in the show notes. You can also follow the show on Instagram at GM's Notebook. If you end up using a form of the Wizard's Tower or the puzzle in your game, let me know. Send your emails to thegmsnotebook at gmail.com. Until next time, I bid you a fond farewell.